Section 4 of The Adventures of Jimmy Skunk. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Leader. The Adventures of Jimmy Skunk by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter 13. Jimmy Skunk Explains. You'll find this true where'er you go, that those prepared few troubles know. To begin with, I am not such a very big fellow, am I? said Jimmy. I reckons I know a right smart lot of folks bigger than yo, Br'er Skunk, replied Unc Billy with a grin. You know, Jimmy Skunk really is a little fellow compared with some of his neighbors. And I haven't very long claws or big teeth, have I? continued Jimmy. I reckons mine are about as long and about as big, returned Unc Billy, looking more puzzled than ever. But you never see anybody bothering me, do you? went on Jimmy. Well, no, replied Unc Billy. And it's the same way with Prickly Porky the Porcupine. You never see anybody bothering him or offering to do him any harm, do you? persisted Jimmy. No, replied Unc Billy once more. Why? demanded Jimmy. Unc Billy grinned broadly. I reckons, Br'er Skunk, that there isn't anybody wants to go for to meddle with you and Br'er Porky. I reckons most folks knows what would happen if they did, and that yo and Br'er Porky are folks that it's a sight more comfortable to leave alone. Leastways, I does. I ain't aiming for trouble with either of you. That little bag of scent you carry is certainly most powerful, Br'er Skunk, and I isn't hankering to brush against those little spears Br'er Porky is so free with. I knows when I's well off, and I's reckon most folks feel the same way. Jimmy Skunk chuckled. <laughs> One more question, Unc Billy, said he. Did you ever know me to pick a quarrel and use that bag of scent without being attacked? Unc Billy considered for a few minutes. Ah, uh, I can't say I ever did, he replied. And you never knew Prickly Porky to go hunting trouble either declared Jimmy. We don't either of us go hunting trouble, and the trouble never comes hunting us. And the reason is that we both are always prepared for trouble, and everybody knows it. Buster Bear could squash me by just stepping on me, but he doesn't try it. You notice he always is very polite when we meet. Prickly Porky and I are armed for defense, but we never use our weapons for offense. Nobody bothers us, and we bother nobody. That's the beauty of being prepared. Unc Billy thought it over for a few minutes, then he sighed and sighed again. <sighs> I reckons you and Br'er Porky are about the luckiest people I knows, said he. Yes, sir, I reckons you is just that. I don't fear anybody my own size, but... I certainly does have some mighty scary times when I meet some people I might mention. I wish old Mother Nature had done gone and given me something for to make people as scary of me as they are of you. I certainly believes in preparedness after seeing yo, Br'er Skunk. I certainly does just that very thing. Have you found any nice fresh eggs lately? 
End of chapter 13. Chapter 14. A Little Something About Eggs. An egg, says Jimmy Skunk, is good. It's very good indeed to eat. An egg, says Mrs. Grouse, is dear. Twill hatch into a baby sweet. So, in the matter of eggs, as in a great many other matters, it all depends on the point of view. To Jimmy Skunk and Unc Billy Possum, eggs are looked on from the viewpoint of something to eat. Their stomachs prompt them to think of eggs. Eggs are good to fill empty stomachs. The mere thought of eggs will make Jimmy and Unc Billy smack their lips. They say they love eggs, but they don't. They like them, which is quite different. But Mrs. Grouse and most of the other feathered people of the Green Forest and the Green Meadows and the Old Orchard really do love eggs. It is the heart instead of the stomach that responds to the thought of eggs. To them, eggs are almost as precious as babies, because they know that some day, some day very soon, those eggs will become babies. There are a few feathered folks, I am sorry to say, who love their own eggs but like the eggs of other people. Like them, just as Jimmy Skunk and Unc Billy Possum do, to eat. Blackie the Crow is one, and his cousin Sammy Jay is another. So in the springtime there is always a great deal of matching of wits between the little people of the green forest and the green meadows and the old orchard. Those who have eggs try to keep them a secret, or to build the nests that hold them where none who like to eat them can get them, and those who have an appetite for eggs try to find them. When Unc Billy Possum suddenly changed the subject by asking Jimmy Skunk if he had found any nice fresh eggs lately, he touched a subject very close to Jimmy's heart. I should have said, rather, his stomach. To tell the truth, it was a longing for some eggs that had brought Jimmy to the green forest. He knew that somewhere there Mrs. Grouse must be hiding a nestful of the very nicest of eggs, and it was to hunt for these that he had come. No, replied Jimmy, I haven't had any luck at all this spring. I've almost forgotten what an egg tastes like. Either I'm growing dull and stupid, or some folks are smarter than they used to be. By the way, have you seen Mrs. Grouse lately? Jimmy looked very innocent as he asked this. Unc Billy chuckled until his side shook. <laughs> Do you suppose I'd tell you if I had? he demanded. I reckons Mrs. Grouse hasn't got any more eggs than I could comfortably take care of myself, not to mention Mrs. Possum. Here Unc Billy looked back over his shoulder to make sure that old Mrs. Possum wasn't within hearing, and Jimmy Skunk chuckled. Seems to me, Br'er Skunk, you might better do your egg hunting on the green meadows and leave the green forest to me, continued Unc Billy. That would be no more than fair. You know I never did hanker for to get far away from trees, but you don't mind. Besides, there are more eggs for you to find on the green meadows than there are for me to find in the green forest. A right smart lot of birds make their nests on the ground there. There is Br'er Bobwhite and Br'er Meadowlark and Br'er Bobolink and Br'er Field Sparrow and Br'er... Never mind any more, Unc Billy, interrupted Jimmy Skunk. I know all about them. 
that is i know all about them i want to know except where their eggs are didn't i just tell you i haven't had any luck at all that's why i'm over here well you won't have any more luck here unless you are right smart lot sharper than your unc billy and when it comes to hunting eggs i don't take my hat off to anybody not even to you brer skunk replied unc billy End of chapter fourteen chapter fifteen a second meeting jimmy skunk couldn't think of anything but eggs the more he thought of them the more he wanted some after parting from unc billy possum in the green forest he went back to the green meadows and prowled about hunting for the nests of his feathered neighbors who build on the ground and having no more luck than he had had before unc billy possum was faring about the same way he couldn't for the life of him stop thinking about those eggs that belonged to mrs grouse the more he tried to forget about them the more he thought about them i feels it in my bones that there isn't the least bit of use in hunting for them said he to himself as he watched jimmy skunk amble out of sight up the little lone path no sir there isn't the least bit of use i done look every place i can think of already still i haven't got anything else special on my mind and those eggs certainly would taste good i reckons it must be i needs those eggs or i wouldn't have them on my mind so much i finds it rather painful to carry eggs on my mind all the time but i would enjoy carrying them in my stomach i certainly would unc billy grinned and started to ramble about aimlessly hoping that chance would lead him to the nest of mrs grouse do what he would unc billy couldn't get the thought of eggs off his mind and the more he thought about them the more he wanted some and that led him to think of farmer brown's hen-house he had long ago resolved never again to go there but the longing for a taste of eggs was too much for his good resolutions and as soon as jolly round red mr sun sank to rest behind the purple hills and the black shadows came creeping across the green meadows and through the green forest unc billy slipped away taking pains that old mrs possum shouldn't suspect where he was going out from the green forest keeping among the black shadows along by the old stone wall on the edge of the old orchard he stole and so at last he reached farmer brown's hen-house he stopped to listen there was no sign of bowser the hound and unc billy sighed gently it was a sigh of relief then he crept around a corner of the hen-house towards a certain hole under it he remembered well just as he reached it he saw something white it moved it was coming towards him from the other end of the hen-house unc billy stopped right where he was he was undecided whether to run or stay then he heard a little grunt and decided to stay he even grinned a few seconds later up came jimmy skunk it was a white stripe on jimmy's coat that unc billy had seen jimmy gave a little snort of surprise when he almost bumped into unc billy what are you doing here he demanded oh, just taking a little walk for the good of my appetite 
replied Unc' Billy, grinning more broadly than ever. What are you doing here, Br'er Skunk? The same thing, replied Jimmy. Then he chuckled. <laughs> this is an unexpected meeting. I guess you must have had the same thing on your mind all day that I have, he added. <laughs> I reckon so, replied Unc' Billy, and both grinned. End of chapter 15 Chapter 16 A Matter of Politeness It costs not much to be polite, and furthermore, it's always right. Unc' Billy Possum and Jimmy Skunk, facing each other among the black shadows, close by a hole that led under Farmer Brown's henhouse, chuckled as each thought of what had brought the other there. It is queer how a like thought often brings people together. Unc' Billy had the same longing in his stomach that Jimmy Skunk had, and Jimmy Skunk had the same thing on his mind that Unc' Billy had. More than this, it was the second time that day that they had met. They had met in the morning in the green forest, and now they had met again among the black shadows of the evening at Farmer Brown's henhouse. And it was all on account of eggs. Yes, sir, it was all on account of eggs. Are you just coming out, or are you just going in? Jimmy inquired politely. I was just going in, but I'll follow you, Br'er Skunk, replied Unc' Billy just as politely. Oh, nothing of the kind, returned Jimmy. I wouldn't for a minute think of going before you. I hope I know my manners better than that. You certainly are most polite, Br'er Skunk. You certainly are most polite. You are a credit to your bringing up, but politeness always did run in your family. There is a saying that handsome is as handsome does, and your politeness is as fine as you are handsome, Br'er Skunk. I I'll just step one side and let you go first, just to show you that I surely does appreciate your friendship, said Unc Billy. Jimmy Skunk chuckled. <laughs> I guess you've forgotten that other old saying, age before beauty, Unc Billy, said he. So you go first. You know you are older than I. I couldn't think of being so impolite as to go first. I really couldn't think of such a thing. And so they argued and argued, each insisting in the most polite way that the other should go first. If the truth were known, neither of them was insisting out of politeness at all. <laughs> no, sir, politeness had nothing to do with it. Jimmy Skunk wanted Unc Billy to go first because Jimmy believes in safety first, and it had popped into Jimmy's head that there might, there just might, happen to be a trap inside that hole. If there was... He much preferred that Unc' Billy should be the one to find it out. Yes, sir, that is why Jimmy Skunk was so very polite. Unc' Billy wanted Jimmy to go first because he always feels safer behind Jimmy than in front of him. He has great respect for that little bag of scent that Jimmy carries, and he knows that when Jimmy makes use of it, he always throws it in front and never behind him. Jimmy seldom uses it, but sometimes he does if he happens to be startled and thinks danger near. So Unc' Billy preferred that Jimmy should go first. It wasn't politeness at all on the part of Unc' Billy. In both cases it was a kind of selfishness. Each was thinking of self. How long they would have continued to argue and try to appear polite if something hadn't happened, nobody knows. But 
something did happen. There was a sudden loud sniff just around the corner of the henhouse. It was from Bowser the Hound. Right then and there, Unc Billy Possum and Jimmy Skunk forgot all about politeness and both tried to get through that hole at the same time. They couldn't because it wasn't big enough, but they tried hard. Bowser sniffed again, and this time Unc Billy managed to squeeze Jimmy aside and slip through. Jimmy was right at his heels. End of chapter 16 and end of section 4 Recording by John Leader, Bloomington, Illinois